I witnessed something this week that was at the same time to me very, very difficult, but also very inspiring. Um, uh, I, was, uh, I was with Myrna just half an hour before her husband died. And I just got home and then sort of got the message that, that her husband has passed away. And I went there immediately again. And uh, I did not expect what, to find what I did. Uh, and I actually want to tell you a bit more about this later. Uh, at the end. But it inspired me to bring today's message. I saw something that you long to see in the follower. I saw something that, that you wish you could see in all of us when we get squeezed. Because when you get squeezed, what comes out is what really shows. Jesus had said, you will know a tree by its fruit. And I saw fruit <laughs> in that woman. Um, and it really inspired me. So I, I want to um, just read, read a piece and then just break it down a little bit and uh, hopefully uh, trust the Holy Spirit to work things in our hearts um, as we look through this scripture. And uh, yeah, it's very important for us to, to realize what, what this says uh, so we're going to the beginning of John. John 1. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, and all things were made through Him, and without Him was nothing, was not anything made. That was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. In Christ was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about all the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to bear witness about the light. The true light which gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, he believed in his name. Who believed in his name, he gave the right <coughs> to become children of God. He gave the right to become children of God who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh nor of the will of man, but God. Als een paar goed wat ons hier lees, 
wat ek graag wil eers met bykie aandink, van 1 John. And 1 John takes us right to the beginning. <laughs> takes us to the days of Adam and Eve. And he says something very significant. He says that right in the beginning, Jesus Christ was with God before the foundations of the world. Before Adam and Eve, before anything, in him was light. That light was the life of men. No man could live without that life. Maar die lewe, that life, that John talks about, the word he uses, um, does not refer to life as we know it. It does not refer to when Adam and Eve breathed his first, first breath. It, it does not refer to the life that are, that are in plants. Because the word says that plant grows and it withers and it fades away. And even our lives are like that, the Bible says. But there was a life in Adam and Eve in the beginning that was brought to them through Jesus Christ who gave them life. Because my stop, that was ending with the... Adam and Eve received a life that we do not know. Well, correction, that we did not know. <laughs> Before we also entered the light. But with that light, with the life of Christ in them, they lived on earth and they, they, they shone like God. Because they were made in His image. Ne? Then what happened? God said, You will not eat of the tree that is in the middle of the garden. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat the tree, you will surely die. Then the word says, They ate this tree. They ate the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And immediately, the word says, their eyes were opened. Now that sounds like enlightenment. It sounds like what we're striving for. It sounds like what everyone's gunning for in this world. For our eyes to be opened. To have more knowledge. To know bigger things. To know good things. To know the things of this world. But the result of that, their eyes were opened. Immediately with that came shame and condemnation. In that moment, spiritually they died. What happened spiritually was the life of Christ that was in Adam and Eve left them. Why? Cannot be with sin. I get it is elementary. But I want to paint the whole picture. So sin entered the world. Or sin entered Adam and Eve. 
and the life of God left. And from that moment on, man was left to fend for himself. Wat gebeur met lewe as dit uit iets uitgaan? Wat gebeur met, kom ons sê, if you draw air out of something, it creates a vacuum. Nee? And like the life that went out of Adam and Eve, a vacuum of life was created in man. And without the life of God, without the light of Jesus, this body, but this one's primary um, need to survive, to stay alive. So man is hunting for life. The flesh is hunting for life and will do whatever it can to receive life. And that is how we enter into the things of this world. The result of that is darkness. The result of, of that is, is grasping at whatever we can to be able to feel like we have light. To feel like we are alive. And if you read now through the whole Old Testament, you will see all the darkness. I mean, at one time it became so dark that God said this very, very sad thing. He said, God was um, sorry that he created man. Man hurt himself so much and hurt others so much and lived in such a way all for the sake of trying to gain life, all for the sake of trying to get life. Ne? We can all, every single one of us, you can speak to any person who habitually lives in some kind of immorality or sin or whatever, that they will argue, but this thing makes me better. This thing makes me feel better. This thing makes me feel alive. Drugs, alcohol, women, men. So we justify, or the flesh justifies sin, corruption, death, whatever level you reach, by saying, but it makes me feel that I'm alive. It makes me feel worthy. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel loved. It makes me feel accepted. But the truth is, is that we're empty. We are, we're, we're, we're completely in darkness. And there's something inside of me, that place where light used to be, that is yearning for light and life. So they reached a place where darkness was so bad, God decided, I'm going to start over. So he did, and he saw the destruction, and he said, and he made a promise, I'll never do this again. And now if we look at humanity, I kijk net weer in Norweek, 
what's going on in Ukraine, what's going on in, in London, what's going on in, I mean, this world is dark. What's going on in the schools? Children getting murdered. Someone going to the school with a machine gun and just taking everyone out. That's darkness. And as he need no needers and Jesus at night, there was darkness. Darkness, darkness, darkness. And what we see about God is that God did something very tremendous. He didn't again say, I distance myself from this. I don't, I don't want anything to do with these people. I don't want, I, I want to stay, stay away from me, stay away from me. That's not what God did. The light came into the darkness. The light came and he inserted himself into the problem. He inserted himself into the darkness. And we look at the life of Jesus, we see that who are those who's, who was hanging with him? The prostitutes, the tax collectors, bad people. <laughs> the sinners. He was criticized for his friends. People who wanted to be with him. The thing is, he came and he brought light into the darkness. And the darkness could never overcome the light. See, the life that Jesus gives, the life that was given to, that, that John talks about is Zoe life. It is most often used for the term eternal life. And he also says there that the life was the light. In him was light and the light was the life of men. So we can also then express this life that Jesus gave as the light that he gives. The light that is inside of you. And that light will never, ever, ever, if it's his light, be um, extinguished by the darkness. Never. Cannot be extinguished. By the darkness. I want us to read this Colossians. It says about Jesus. Sorry, next one. He is the image of the invisible God. The firstborn of all creation. For all things in heaven and on earth were created in him. Sien jylle raak daar? Ek is baie, ek wil dit nie, but, yeah. I, I'm scared, I'm saying, uh, there's something that, uh, I'm going to say it. Come argue with me afterwards. <laughs> he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. Genesis 1, in the beginning, there was nothing. There was darkness that covered the earth. There was chaos. And the Lord spoke. Father God spoke. And He said, let there 
be light. Out of the light was created all things. The sun and the moon and the stars were created on the fourth day. So he didn't create the sun first. The sun was not the light. In him was the light that gave life to all things and through it was created all things. He was the firstborn of all creation. First thing that God brought out of himself was Jesus Christ. And out of him created all other things. For all things in heaven and on earth were created in him. All things, whether visible or invisible, whether thrones or dominions, whether principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. Let us just see this. Why are you created? Why are you here? Do you realize that this says that Jesus created you? He created you. Why? Because He wanted you. For Himself. Our kids, they love creating stuff. They are always busy with Lego or with one of their things. They are not in our games and all that. They create always. They love it. They just and and I see now the inches Lego quickies fat from the end can't often very unexpected chaos. But why do they do that? To play with it. To to have something of their own that they created and to love and to name that this is cherish. There is no mistake in this place. There is no one created that Jesus did not choose to create for himself. No one. People need to hear that. These means of Adiv and Dachis Barat Nidwar. You are here because God decided. Jesus wanted you for himself. He says, I, mm, I want to create. I want him for myself. To enjoy. To love. To have close to me. Nay? All things were created through him and for him. He himself is before all things, and all things are held together in him. Jesus Christ. Now in the beginning, he didn't just create Adam and Eve, he also gave them life. And through their own choice, their own doing, that life left but now John says he has come back so that the life can return. So that the light can return to man. And not how to be inside of us. Ne? The, the life that Jesus gives 
is Zoe life. It's eternal life. It's light that can never be taken away. It can never be stolen. I get on that reference but remember or think of think of anything. Let me ask you rather this. What are all the things that you have insurance on? Can next ten insurance me? Prepare a pint mark. That we hold dear things because we don't want to lose it. We we don't want to lose certain things that we feel is important to us and give us life. People. What happens in your heart when you hear the news that someone has six months left to live? You go into a state. And normally that state is not even about that person. It's about what am I going to do without you? It's natural. It's not even a bad thing because we love people. We want to be with people. But I'm trying to make a point is that everything we cling on to Everything that we build things into and try to protect is just fleeting. It's nothing. That het geen eeuwigheidswaarde nie. And oof, I just saw this picture. Do you know what Satan does? He's cruel, man. He comes and he gives you a lollipop. And you have two or three seigers that are very lekker is, and then you can die at your hand. No. Mine. See, he brings all the counterfeit things that we hang our lives onto. God calls it idolatry. We have many idols. Many, many, many idols. I can Clueless waar ek ook is op my nood as ek gaan na my nek aan. Nee, ek sê al meer, maar we have many idols. You know what the number one thing was the whole story of God and Israel? I just, I'm busy studying the prophet, the prophetic books. And the number one thing is that they break covenant and they choose idols above God. Because they feel like the idols will give them something. That God cannot. Moses was away just two days too long. They built a calf. Let's rather pray to this thing. Because it's here. We can see it. We can touch it. It looks good because it's gold. It's valuable. Ne? What are the things? What are the idols in our lives? What are the things that we are hanging life onto? And it can scary good wees. Ek sê jammer om te sê, maar it can be our children. 
It can be our children's prestige in school and in sport and in all that, those kind of stuff. My kind goed doen, dan doen ek goed. Dan is ek a goeie ouwer. It can be cars, it can be a job, it can be a business, it can be people. It can be someone's acceptance. Do you know how you know if someone is an idol? If you have to make a decision and you, your first reaction is, what will that person say? If you have to do something and your first reaction is, what will people think? Then man is your idol. You are more concerned about what man thinks than what God thinks. And that means that you are living by their praise. And there's, a, there's that saying, if you live by his praise, you'll die by his criticism. But Jesus wants to come and he wants to give us something that cannot be stolen. That cannot be taken away. Yes, you can love your husband and you can love your wife. You can love your children. Yes, you may be successful in your job and you may have a thriving business. But if COVID hits and you lose your business or you lose a loved one, And you feel like your whole life is now in shambles. You've got nothing more to live for. In the town where I grew up in Marintal, there was a, he wasn't my friend. I didn't, he was a bit younger than me. Actually, a lot younger than me. He's just turned 21 now. But now COVID, last year in COVID, he, within the space of four days, he lost both his mom and dad with COVID. Only child. And uh, from my family was just here and told me it's not going well with this bloke. His life is complete, complete ruins. Com I mean, he's reckless and drinking and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And once again, to the to the flesh and to the soul, it's understandable. It's, you know, what do you But what if he had something inside? What if he had life inside that cannot be taken away? What if his life did not depend on his mom and dad, but his life depended on what Christ has given him that can never be stolen. How would that picture have looked different? So the light shines on in the darkness. And that light cannot be overcome by the darkness. You must know that there's, there's no light in you that can be overcome by the darkness. 
if you have the true light in you, if you have the light of Christ in you, you have something that can never be stolen away. Never. You, nothing can ever steal that away from you. No sickness, no death, nothing. Ephesians. Let nobody deceive you with empty words, for because of these things God's wrath comes on the sons of disobedience. Therefore do not be sharers with them, for you were at one time darkness, but now you are light in the world. Live like children of the light. For the fruit of the light consists of all goodness, righteousness and truth. Trying to learn what is pleasing to the Lord. Do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. This is not what I wou gelees het nie. Hier is wat ek wou gelees het. Yes. For God who said, let light shine in our, um, out of the darkness, is the one who shined in our hearts to give us light. Ne? So they've received the light of Jesus Christ. Of the glorious knowledge of God in the face of Christ. But we have this treasure in clay jars. The clay jars for based on it's breakable. It's temporary. Our jars, our lives, our bodies, our, what we have can be taken away like this. Our health can be taken away like this. Our money can be taken away like this. Our loved ones can be taken away like this. Ne? See, we have this in these clay jars. We have got this treasure. In Christ, you have this treasure. So that the extraordinary power belongs to God and does not come from us. It is not something that you can create. No one can stand against the losses and the darkness in this world. No person, no flesh. Jy kan die slimste ouwe in die wereld wees, jy kan die rijkste ouwe in die wereld wees, jy kan be Piet Pompies superhero. You cannot stand against the evil of this world and the darkness of this world. But you have a great treasure inside in Christ. We are experiencing trouble on every side. Wie het al so gevoel die afgelopen tijd? We are experiencing trouble on every side. Nee? Everything is just going crazy. Everyone is against me. Everything is against me. Nothing wants to work out. We're experiencing trouble on every side, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are persecuted, but not abandoned. God will never leave you. Jesus will never leave you. If you cling on to Him and hold on to Him, you will never be abandoned. People might throw you away. Your earthly dad might throw you away. But God will never leave you. You will never be abandoned. 
persecuted, never abandoned. We are knocked down, but not destroyed. Iemand gee een of my profetiese woord. Sorry, I just thought about this. And I begin just by a slag. I say, you're like a cockroach. See, get behind me, Satan. <laughs> then he says, even when an atom bomb comes, the cockroach will survive. Knocked down, but not destroyed. Always carrying around in our body the death of Jesus. So that the life of Jesus may also be visible in our bodies. And that's an important part. See, we've got to carry in our bodies the death of Jesus, meaning that we have to be dead to this life, to be alive to His life. That means that we cannot hold on to the things of this life to give us life. We can only hold on to Him to give us life. John 10, 10 said, The thief comes only to kill, steal and destroy. But I have come so that you may have life and may have it abundantly. But then we're also saying, Jesus came to give life to so Doi Mercedes L class. Life unto me. Bring it. That home. Bodicea. That will give me life. And Jesus wants me to have life. So I claim it in the name of Jesus. That's not the life he speaks about. The life he speaks about is even if you lose your dream job or even if you have nothing in your cupboards or even if you have no one that you feel loves you. I come and I fulfill you to such a point that you will be fulfilled. You will have life. You will experience real life inside. I come to give you something that can never be taken away. Something needs to happen to you before you can receive that light. It is available for everyone, but not everyone can receive it. Until you are born of God. See, we need to reverse what happened the day in the Garden of Eden. You need to reverse what happened the day when Adam and Eve chose death. You need to choose life. You need to choose to hang your life onto God again. To hang your life onto Jesus Christ. You need to choose to be dependent on Him for life. 
because he is the tree of life. You have to choose against the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Choose the tree of life. And he hung on the tree so that we can come to the place again where we choose once again. Choose life. I choose life. I choose Jesus. And then what happens is what this verse ends with. What was gelezet in Johannes. Say, but to all who did believe in him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh. Nee, dit spreek van die vlees, dit spreek van die flesh life, dit spreek van, van die carnality of our lives. That is no longer you anymore. That is no longer your identity anymore. You are no longer a son of this world. But you are born of the will of God. You are born of God. A rebirth needs to take place. Weet al ooit in sy leven gewens, hy kan net een reset knopje druk. Here's your reset button. When we receive his life, Two Corinthians five seventeen says, "You become a completely new creation, new creature. You're not even you're not upgraded. No, you're not Kevin two point You go from Jacob, deceiver, to Israel." You become a new creature. And with the light inside of you, with Christ inside of you, Romans 6 says that you will now have the ability to walk in this newness of life. And that is everyone's choice. Who will I hang my life on? And then the very, very, very good news is that we too can become a light in the darkness. And that's what I saw, and I said it for slight off him, yeah. I come there in, and obviously, Myrna, heil, verschrikkelijk. Not hysterically, just weeping. And I sit with her, and spontaneously, she begins to pray. And she thanks God. She thanks God for being with her. She thanks Jesus that she's got something and somebody to hold on to. She thanks Him that, that even though this will be very tough and she doesn't know how she's going to do it, she knows she's going to make it because He is with her. And right there and then, I saw light in the darkness. In her darkest, darkest, darkest hour, she held on to the light. And that to me was an amazing inspiration. I sat there and I said, I don't know if I've ever seen this. 
ek kan nie dink in een donkerder oomlik in iemand sy leven nie. En shit, hang on to Jesus, thanking him, that he is her life. En mag amal van ons daar kom, mag amal van ons so net vasthou aan Christus, that nothing else matters. All other things will start taking care of itself. Once again, eindig ons waar ons laas week geëindig het, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Seek first the light of this world in the darkness. Bible says that in God there is no darkness at all. It says even darkness is light to him. That's amazing. I will get in myself. Eh? I want that light. I want to be able to go through the darkest of dark. And it will not be darkness to me. Because he is in me. So I want to invite you to stand with me. If you choose today that you will make him your light, that you will make him your life, that you will make him what you hang your life on. Lord, here we are to say that you are our life. You are our God. You are our light. And we cling to you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for coming into this darkness. And thank you for changing everything and making it light, Lord. Lord, and I now speak and I call for every heart, Lord, to receive your light, to receive your life, and to never be in darkness again. Thank you, Lord. May we walk in your light. May we walk in your life. May we walk in your fullness as you fill us daily with who you are, with your presence, Lord. May we turn to you, Lord, in our darkest of darkest moments and receive light. And may we have the grace, Lord, to be light in the darkness as you are, because we are created anew, as your sons and daughters, born of God, in your image. That makes us light as well. Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, would you please come? And I just want to pray, I feel like I want to pray, Lord, that you seal off your truths in our heart. That it will not be plucked away, Lord. I pray that the seeds that, that are from you, that it will fall into good ground and that you will nourish it and that you will bring it into fruition. Thank you, Lord. We love you. We love you, Lord. But thank you for loving us first. Thank you. Amen.